Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. A continuación, Voces en Acción, el programa comunitario que informa a la comunidad latina. Voces en Acción, la verdad en acción. Voices in Action, the truth in action. Now, con ustedes, Jenny Ibarra. Buenos días, buenas tardes, buenas noches, donde quiera que usted esté. Nuevamente reportándome con ustedes, Jerry Rosales, con Voces en Acción. Y gracias por su sintonía. Good day, good afternoon, whatever you are. Thank you for listening to us and being with Voces en Acción. Thank you for having the honor of listening to our show. Today, I am excited because basically we're going to go ahead and talk about things that we need to know as parents with technology and everything that is going around. We need to make sure kids are safe and have a Grace, a great guest. She's going to be with us talking to in, in regards to everything, but we're going to find out a little bit of her background. Vamos a hablar hoy día con una persona que tengo invitada y estoy súper emocionada porque básicamente ella trae información letal, prácticamente voy a decir letal porque es información que necesitamos saber diariamente. Y digo letal porque puede ser debido a muerte. Si usted no está acostumbrado a saber lo que sus hijos están viendo en el internet, en las tabletas, en todo, en estos momentos apréndalo porque eso puede ser de vida y muerte para sus hijos o de seguridad para toda su casa. Tengo conmigo a la señora Gail Shipman. Ella es la presidenta encargada de Campbelline. Es una organización que fundó ella a raíz de toda la tecnología que había y todas las cosas. Y ella teniendo hijos chiquitos, ella quería informarse de lo que sus hijos podían ver y lo que no podían ver y cómo prevenir a los padres de familia en las escuelas para que estuvieran al tanto de las cosas que están pasando. Today I have with me a uh, Miss Gail Sheetman, and that's she, Sheetam. Sheetam, I'm sorry, Sheetam, el apellido Sheetam, Sheetam. Ella, she is from Johannesburg, Africa, and I have to let you guys know, the continent of Africa and then the country of Johannesburg. No, South the, the South Africa, Africa no, yes. sorry, the country of South, South Africa, the city of Johannesburg, I apologize. Ella viene de, de África del Sur. Y muchos de nosotros sabemos que África del Sur es un continente, de África completamente es un continente en la parte sureste donde eh, está sur, sur África y allí mismo está Johannesburg en el centro, en esa área. Ella viene de allá y ella se creció acá, se vino a los Estados Unidos y trabajó y ha aprendido la America, el American way, la manera americana. She has come to the United States. She, she, you were brought here very little, am I right, Miss Jen? I was 19 when I moved over. Um, this year celebrates 25 years, so you can calculate the math and know my age. And she still <laughs> has the accent. That's what, the good thing about it, that she has the accent. A little bit. Uh, thank you very much for being on the show. I usually thank you for you. having me. It's a pleasure because I, I, you're doing something that people usually don't do, and it's self-awareness to everything that protects our kids. That's what I told them in Spanish. It's mm -hmm. little information because guess what? 
you never know what that kid is going to get adopted or somebody's right. going to do something wrong to that kid or right. they can harm your whole family if you're not protected, you know, with all this technology that's going around. Right. So that's what I'm telling them in Spanish. So they need to pay attention to this. Um, le estoy diciendo a ella que ella trae la información. Ella, ella tiene desde aquí vino a los 19 años, tiene 25 años de estar en el país y todavía tiene un poquito del acento de Sudáfrica. Así que me fascina porque hablo con ella y nos entendemos. Quiero que sepa que es muy similar estar en el área de Sudáfrica y saber de dónde venimos a estar en la parte de Latinoamérica y todo en la, en la parte del sur de, de América, porque nosotros, nuestros países tienen muchas cosas en común. Estados Unidos está un poquito más modernizado y está a la vanguardia, pero nuestros países, muchos países todavía no están desarrollados y ella viene de un tercer mundo, de un tercer, de un, de un, de un, de una, de una, de un continente tercermundista. I'm telling them basically that basically you You know, Africa and Latin America and South America are their world. We're, mm -hmm. we're still underdeveloped compared yes. to the United States. And mm -hmm. basically, you came here early and you learned the American way and you did things that you needed to do. Yes. And that helped you yes. spread the word. And I feel like I can relate a little bit to your listeners because... Um, even though I spoke English, I sounded funny, and a lot of people couldn't understand me, and they would um, they would just listen to the accent and not what I was saying. And so it was really difficult for me to make friends. And then also when you're new to the area, I didn't know where the movies were or what people did on the weekend. And so that basic connection of making friends, of building a life, all of those things are really challenging. Ella dice que ella simpatiza con los latinoamericanos, con las personas que vienen de otros países, porque llegar aquí, no tener amigos, no conocer las cosas, por lo menos cosas básicas como ir al cine, ella no sabía, tuvo que aprender a conocer amigos y mucha gente la juzga por el acento, aunque no lo crean, tiene un acento y quizás el que no habla correctamente el inglés no puede entender el acento de ella, pero los, los americanos entienden el acento de ella y se dan cuenta de que, oh, espérate, she has an accent, ella tiene un acento, eh, que están interesados en saber de dónde ella es porque no es un acento corporal de aquí de Texas o un acento de los Estados Unidos, así que automáticamente se dan cuenta que ella es de África. Um, I'm letting them know that basically due to your accent, they already defined that you're not a Texan and you're not from anywhere in the United States, so they've got to go forward down to, to uh, Europe and, and Africa. For South, exactly. Yeah. Um, Gail, can you tell us about yourself, about your, you know, what is it that impacted you in your life that you created, that you were very curious about that your kids You wanted to protect your kids. Mm -hmm. I, I, I know that you named the company after both of your babies. Yes. So yes. that's what I want to make sure so I can explain them that. And then, um, you know, what is it that you do in your daily, when you wake up? What is it, the first thing that comes <laughs> into your mind, you know? Okay. Oh, well, a lot of stuff. <laughs> um, so I actually, um, I moved to America, went to college, and it was very difficult for me to get a job. And so I got a work visa with an oil and gas company. It was not my dream, but I ended up really enjoying it and really liking oil and gas. And so I had a 20-year career in oil and gas. Okay, ella llegó a los Estados Unidos, fue a la universidad, estudió, pero era muy difícil conseguir trabajo y se puso a, a, a conseguir un trabajo en, en el área de, de lo que es petróleo todo lo que es el petróleo y gas, porque en, y aunque no le gustaba, lo hizo y terminó que, que terminó gustándole el trabajo que estaba haciendo. Pero eh, eh, como todos nosotros, pasó por la barrera de migración. Like all of us, you, pay, you pass through the barrier that migration has. Yes, all of yes. us have to go through that, exactly, exactly. Yes, and so I was very lucky to have someone to sponsor my visa, 
and I grew and I learned a lot. And during that time, technology came out and I became a wife and a mother. And I started to see the Blackberries and the emails and all those things and, um, and felt the loneliness in my own life. And then having kids as they got older with gaming devices and then contemplating, do I get a cell phone and, and the internet and all those things, um, I started digging into it and just realizing how overwhelming it can be for us as parents since we are the first generation. And then uh, all the dangers that are out there. And so I just, I, I did a lot of self-work on myself mm. um, and I felt like I had a gift that I could share with other families on this um, just because I was so passionate about keeping and this is a venture safe. this is a venture because believe me <laughs> hello I just you know I'm from generation X yes. so generation X we created the internet we created the cellulars we created the computers we created everything so we're supposed to be the masters guess what Now that technology is so advanced, we're like, hello, we're behind. Yes. We gotta be catching up with it. You yes. know? So, eh, le digo, ella me dice que ella llega en un ambiente donde tiene que comenzar a trabajar y de repente se, se da cuenta de que es madre y de que tiene sus hijos y de que está casada, que tiene que ver, protegerse ella del ambiente y comienza a ver toda clase de problemas en lo que es el internet, la, todo lo que se habla del miedo y la, del research. Y dice, ven acá, yo tengo que comenzar a research. Y comenzó a averiguar y investigar y, a, y hacer su estudio completo porque ella quería que los niños y nosotros tuviéramos este un poquito de idea y dice bueno voy a formar una compañía donde yo pueda ayudar a los padres de familia a entender el sistema de internet a entender los problemas que hay de la tecnología para que puedan protegerse so your daughter's name is Morgan and the baby Colby Colby and those don't make a very good company name it was Corgan or Mulby. Uh -huh. So um, I took their middle names, which are family names. Okay, we have middle names here. Exactly. Middle names, yes. What's, what's the middle name of your daughter? Uh, so Adeline, Adeline and Cambridge. Cambridge. Is Campbell. Okay. Mm -hmm. Ella decide nombrar la compañía con los nombres del medio, porque nosotros como latinos y ella también le ponen un nombre del medio a los hijos. Muchos americanos no le ponen nombre del medio a los hijos. Entonces, eh, la niña se llama Adeline y el bebé se llama Cambridge. Entonces, el nombre se llama Campbelling, se llama la compañía, a nombre de los dos hijos. Y ahora vamos a hablar de qué es lo que Campbelling está haciendo. Ok, now that you situated, you did your research, you, you're ready to go to work, I guess your mm -hmm. husband is like, yeah. <laughs> My wife is working. <laughs> so what is it that you did? You know, how do you, what is it that you really, how do you, how do you start it? What is it that just, uh -huh. boom, I'm going to start now. I have to start now. Well, um, I first wrote a children's book. Okay. Because I thought younger children, um, life is challenging. And some of the tools I learned later in life, if I could have had them as a child, that uh -huh. might have helped me. And exactly. so I did that. I had no intention of leaving oil and gas. Okay. And then during COVID, I lost my job. Okay. And I prayed over it. And I thought, you know, I can go back to doing this that I know and I'm comfortable in. Exactly. Or I can take a risk and I can do what where my heart is leading me to go and help people. And and with the pandemic as well, it had just exasperated everything with these kids having iPads at home, not going to school. I'm going um, to school at home. Going to school, right. Um, just hours and hours of less socialization, more mm. isolation, more technology time. Kids that had never had technology before now had, had it. The technology. And exactly. so I felt like this was the perfect time for me to get out there and spread that information. Okay, so what's the name of your children's book? 
It's called acceptance. Acceptance. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. I need to see it. <laughs> okay. Um, ella comienza, eh, sigue trabajando en, el, en la industria del, de petróleo y de, de gas, porque, claro, es su income y lo que tenía que hacer. Automáticamente viene la pandemia y pierde su trabajo. De esa manera, entonces, ella comienza a decir, bueno, tengo que hacer algo. Y comenzó a crear. El, el, la pandemia le abrió, la, le abrió el mundo a ella porque ella sabía lo que estaba pasando y automáticamente había escrito ya un libro de niños, se llama Acceptance o Aceptar. Ese es el nombre del libro, lo escribió y dijo, bueno, ¿sabes qué? Voy a comenzar a hablar con los padres de familia, a trabajar en esto y crea la organización Chamberlain during la, durante la pandemia porque vio que una, estábamos teniendo mucha isolación, muchos jóvenes estaban en línea, los jóvenes ya no, ya no habían clases, sino clases virtuales, la mayoría de ustedes tuvieron que pasar por eso de que los, los hijos aprendieran o ustedes aprendieran a utilizar las redes sociales y la escuela en la casa porque no podíamos salir a ningún lado. Entonces, eso le ayudó a ella a crear lo que ella hace. So, basically, the pandemic opened the doors for you. It did, yes. Really tough time, I think, for a lot of people, but it created an opportunity, and right now I am... Doing what I love. That's so cool. <risa> Dice que le, la pandemia le abrió completamente las puertas al trabajo a ella y automáticamente no volvió a trabajar con, con la industria del petróleo porque perdió su trabajo. Y entonces dice que ella se siente haciendo lo que ella realmente ama, que es eh, gambling y cómo educar a los padres de familia. Ella da charlas. Así que vamos a hablar sobre las charlas y dónde las da y todo. En el área de Montgomery, en el área de Conroe, ella las da. Y ella habla. Da, do you do virtual as well? Um, do I do what? Like, uh, do you talk to any of your events in virtual? Like, if you have, do you have classes on, online as well? Oh, I have. Have you tried that? Um, I should. I have not yet. Yes. That would be cool because, you know, there's people from other countries yes. that are listening to the show mm -hmm. and they would probably like to go into Chamberlain and take courses from you directly on mm -hmm. how to manage the internet, how to block, how to do things, basic stuff, yes. because yes. we don't, we're completely unaware. Mm -hmm. And we know now, everybody in the world knows that the internet can be the best thing in the world or the worst yes. thing in the world. Okay. Yes. Because everybody's <laughs> out there. Okay, mm -hmm. predators, people stealing, scammers, yes. you know, thieves, everything is out there. Mm -hmm. But to the tools to get information, to research, to do your homework, to go to university is good as well in the internet. Yes. So that's something. Do you do, are you are you seeing in the future that you're gonna go more into those type of classes or conferences? Because I know you give conferences, so that's yes, that's definitely. So. Um, When I decided to go this route, I became a certified coach because I wanted to have a standard that I um, was professional. Exactly. By. And so I offer group and one-on-one -on -one coaching. Okay. And that can be via phone, Zoom, um, in person. That's so cool. And, uh, and so the group workshop would be one of those. Uh, I just need to have a, a group of a certain number that we can, you know, it's just as needed. As needed. Yes. Okay. Ella para ser certified. Se certificó como eh, coach personal para que vieran que el trabajo de ella era completamente legal, que ella tenía que hacer la certificación y que automáticamente podía darles clases a, a cualquier persona. Ella va y hace los grupos, forma los grupos de acuerdo a la necesidad. 
y se sienta y habla sobre, y da los, por lo menos, yo acabo de venir de un entrenamiento con ella, que era con el Montgomery County Women's Association, Business Association, ella fue la speaker, ella se paró, dio su charla y habló sobre todos los temas que nosotros no queremos hablar. Trajo estadísticas, que vamos a hablar en unos momentos sobre las estadísticas de lo que está pasando en el mundo, para que ustedes entiendan por qué la Internet tiene que ser bloqueada para niños menores de 12 años. And I'm telling them directly, I would love to say that the perfect world would be that anybody under 12 years old would not have access to the Internet. Mm, yes. Because, you know, parents are just... Happy birthday, here's the new phone. Yes. And that kid is just, do, 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 do. you're giving them the... Mm -hmm. So I'm telling them that it is for, for us, uh, for you, you went ahead and did the whole training and did everything to make sure that what you're giving information out is truthful, first of all. And not only that, that you're bringing in statistics, and that's something that we're going to talk in Spanish. Because yes. the Hispanic community need to know the statistics. Something that I learned yesterday is that we are not giving the Hispanic community or other... Uh, non-speakers English, the statistics of what's going on in the world. Oh, wow. Be and and mm -hmm. that's really dangerous because we have right. gr huge groups of people from India or from uh, Pakistan or from Afghanistan or from Turkey that are mm -hmm. coming right now because of the, they don't speak any English. Guess what? They need to be advised of what's going on yes. worldwide. Mm -hmm. And because whenever something wrongs happen, the Americans will know what's going on, but the other countries or the other citizens will not know. And that's very dangerous when you're not known and when you're not researching and when you're, when you have lack of education, this is what's happened. That's why what you're doing is so amazing. Uh, it is. Uh, people ask me if I'm crazy and I think my, my producer says he thinks I'm crazy, <laughs> but at the same time, he knows that this is a tool of education for everybody. Mm -hmm. And that's why he has, you know, Lone Star Community Radio has opened the, ra the radio for me mm -hmm. because they know that what I'm doing is serious and I'm trying to educate people. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm thankful to Dick Sussler and, and all his staff because of this. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I just want to make sure, Gail, that I'm Hispanic and we tend not to read. And that's something that I'm educating the community. You guys need to read. Mm -hmm. Leer. Tenemos que leer y educarnos. And I'm, and I'm sorry, I'm very proud about reading and researching and journeying <laughs> because of, of uh, as a sociologist, uh, you know, which I'm almost there in there. Um, I, if researching is part of my job, getting uh -huh. into the net, getting into getting information, the truth information, not yes. the whatever, you know, uh, person They can want tell you. you. To believe, yes. And I keep thinking, I keep thinking the less that you're educated, the more slave you are. That means the more that you're educated, the less slave you can be. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's my motto. And I'm like, mm -hmm. you're not a slave to anybody telling you what's going on. You can know what is going on and you can stop the lies. Yes. You, you know, know, that that's very similar. And I don't want to jump ahead, but the technology, they want you to sit on your phone and be ignorant. It's really manipulation that they, uh, they make money the longer you sit on your phone. So it's creating in an addictive way where you get these notifications. So maybe I was doing something else and then my phone pings, what do I do? I look at my phone and now I've picked it up. And then while I'm looking at that ping, I might say, oh, what's on Facebook? And then I might go into the Exactly, scrolling. because we don't, we don't go to the news. We go to Facebook, we go to, <laughs> we go to uh, Instagram, we go to uh, you know, everything else instead yes. of going to Rumble or going to searching in Google what's going on and searching the right way, not in Google, probably DuckDuckDuck, okay, at this yes, point. Yes, I like Because that I like DuckDuckDuck <laughs> more than Google, and I'm sorry for Google, but that, that's the way I feel. But basically, 
people are not searching but getting into bling, bling, and you hear them, and everybody yes. bling, pick up the phone. We're sitting and eating, and we three kids, parents sitting in a table, all of them on the phone. Yes. Nobody's communicating anymore. Right. So this is when gambling comes in. Mm -hmm. um, what's the first step of joining you or getting assistance from you? How do you process? How do you process your new clients or your clients that are coming on board? Um, well, you can go to my website mm -hmm. and uh, I have an email distribution if you'd like to get monthly emails. Mm -hmm. And then I have uh, social media posts, just little tidbits of information. And then on my website, you can also contact me with any questions or sign up for, um, I do free coaching sessions initially, and then you can sign up for a package to a do package one of those. As well. mm -hmm. So basically, okay. And then, or I can come to your community to come speak. Ella viene a las comunidades, dependiendo de diferentes organizaciones, la han llamado yo pertenezco a la Asociación de Mujeres de Negocio del de área de Montgomery y fue donde la conocí yo a ella. Ella es una del grupo y automáticamente dio una charla referente a todo lo que va a hablar ahorita, que son las estadísticas y qué es lo que está pasando en el mundo. Ahora, en la página de ella, eh, eh, y pueden ver lo que pueden ver... Um, el, 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 la, la, el papel que tengo enfrente eh, es Cambeling, ¿ok? Y, y lo dice claramente, Cambeling Coaching, ¿ok? Van a verla a ella, que es una mujer muy bonita. You're a beautiful woman. <laughs> And basically, y, and her, her email or her website, her website will be www.cambeling.com. Es easy. Eh, also, www.cambeling. Se escribe C-A-M-B-E-L-Y-N.com. Y ahí pueden ustedes conseguir toda la información que necesitan. Los eventos donde ella se va a presentar porque ella tiene eventos, y los recursos, porque hay una página de recursos donde usted puede averiguar. Eh, hay grupos como Padres que Pelean, eh, protecting, Protección de los Ojos, este, averiguando sobre las últimas drogas que hay en el mercado, el, la tecnología en el mundo, eh, la tecnología eh, como banco, eh, Esperen hasta que tenga 18 años también un grupo así. Dice, ella le pone todos esos links, usted se mete al link y consigue los tips y la información, la educación que usted quiere sacar en ese momento para poder entender junto con sus hijos lo que está pasando en estos momentos. Ahora, ella dice que también tiene paquetes, ella da, sus primeras sesiones son gratis, de ahí usted compra un paquete de información y ya los vende, tiene los paquetes en línea y usted puede adquirir los paquetes y comprarlos para entonces pertenecer directamente como, a tenerla como coach. Y si usted tiene un grupo de madres de familia, tiene un grupo de iglesia o tiene un grupo de cualquiera, ella va y dar la charla directamente a su grupo porque eso es lo que ella hace. Ella es una coach general. Ella habla con todo el mundo y da los tips. Ok, now, we talk about Cambly and we, yesterday, when we sat down, the day before yesterday, I'm sorry, mm -hmm and you gave a speech, and I want to go ahead and get the basic information in regards to the statistics and things yes. that are happening. And that was, the, so what, what I'm going to do, I'm going to take a little break right now, okay. and then we'll come back for the statistics and everything that is going on. And before I take the break, I'm going to go ahead and give thanks to First Financial Bank. Por favor, thank you, and I'm so sorry, I've been like, lucky enough, but I've been, I am so grateful to our sponsor, First Financial Bank. First Financial Bank has been with us since, 1900s and uh, they are here to stay in the community of Conroe and Woodlands and Montgomery because they believe in our in our in our inner city and in our county and in the people that live in it. First Financial Bank has uh, 
so many services from checking accounts, IRAs, anything that has to do with financial uh, statistics or help health. You got a personal banker, they can help you. But in the top of that, if you do not have an INTN, which is a legal, if you don't have a social security and you have an INTN, which is a taxes number, you're able and you're able to qualify for purchasing a home. And that's a dream that everybody that comes from anywhere in the world wants the American dream of having a house in the United States. Guess what? With Friend Financial Bank, you're able to complete your dream. Can you contact please Susie Woods? Susie Woods is the Vice President of Lending and she will clearly send you all the information that you need. She will help you to go through the process. She will guide you through every single step. And they are so friendly and they're very good people with the staff, everybody. I have personally known them. I have been into their banks. I have used their system and believe me, it's amazing. Contact Susie Woods at 936-439-1800, 936-439-1800. Nuevamente quiero dar las gracias a First Financial Bank antes de ir a un break, porque vamos a tomar un break y vamos a venir con estadísticas con la señora Gail, pero First Financial Bank ha estado con nosotros desde 1900 y ellos nos ofrecen toda clase de asistencia y estos últimos días he estado tan enferma que ni siquiera he podido darles las gracias a Susie Wood que ella se encarga de la parte financiera de la administración de para poder conseguir una casa si usted no tiene un seguro social y usted quiere comprar tiene el sueño de comprar una casa contáctese con First Financial Bank con la señora Susie Woods y el staff de ella al 936-439-1800 936-439-1800 439-1800, estoy en otros lados, perdonen, y ella puede hablar con ustedes directamente acerca de eso, y supuestamente tengo que tener los números de memoria, y supuestamente me los sé de memoria, pero ahorita estoy tan emocionada con nuestra, um, eh, la persona que tenemos en línea, que está hablando con nosotros, y queremos compartir con ella más, vamos a tomar un break, y volvemos con ustedes dentro de unos minutos, we're going to take a break, and we'll come back with you guys in a couple of minutes. Hola, this is Jenny from Voces en Acción, and I'm going to talk to you guys about one of our sponsors, First Financial Bank. If you wish to purchase your own home, but you don't have a social security number, First Financial Bank can help you. Their ITIN home loan program can be a perfect option for you. They are here to help you. You can reach them at 936 439 1800. That number again is 936-439-1800. The American dream is at your reach at First Financial Bank. First Financial Bank is an equal housing lender, member of FDIC. Hola, les habla Jenny de Voces en Acción. Estoy aquí para hablar sobre un patrocinador de nosotros, First Financial Bank. El préstamo hipotecario ITIN puede ser una opción excelente para usted. Están a sus órdenes llamando al 936-439-1800. Repito, el número es 936-439-1800 y descubra cómo le pueden ayudar. El sueño americano está a su alcance en First Financial Bank, prestamista de vivienda equitativa, miembro FDIC. 
Voces en Acción, el programa comunitario que informa a nuestra comunidad latina. Usted puede apoyarnos con su patrocinio, informando, promoviendo y ayudando a nuestra comunidad. ¿Tiene algún comentario? ¿Quiere hablar con nosotros? Podemos escucharle y ayudarle. Llámenos ahora al 832-732-4744. 832-732-4744. Voces en Acción, la verdad en acción. 832-732-4744. 7.44 Thank you so much for waiting and uh, we're back again uh, with uh, Gail Sheeman she, I, I need to pronounce your last name again What? If you can't beat him uh, Join them Cheat him Cheat him Cheat him Okay With Gail Cheat him and, and, and Kimberly she's an amazing human being It's so good knowing from her things so now we're going to go on a deepness of Uh, the the things that are going on in Montgomery County, in the city, in the United States. She's going to give us statistics, and she's going to talk about what's going on that, that you will probably need to take notes on it. Please do so. Ella va a hablar ahorita, estamos de nuevo con, con, con Keo, uh, y ella va a volver a hablarnos ahora de las cosas específicas que ustedes necesitan saber para poder defenderse y las cosas que están pasando alrededor de nuestra área para que ustedes pongan atención a sus hijos de 500 años hasta los 19, señores, son sus hijos, pongan claramente atención. Go ahead. So the reason that I like to give the statistics is because there's um, something that's going on with a lot of our parents, uh, not my kid syndrome. So a lot of us don't think that it's going to happen to our children. And so when you hear the statistics and you see how many people it's affecting, it just brings it back to home. Um, one of the tools that I suggest when I work with parents is the Bark Technology app. It's a content filtering and monitoring app. It's B-A-R-T? B-A-R-K. It's the first um, resource that is okay, listed Bark there. Bark Technologies. Okay. And what they do is they monitor um, messages and, and then they uh, have a, an annual report. So their okay. 2022 annual report, they analyzed 4.5 billion messages. And so that's where these statistics come from. Okay. Ella está hablando ahorita mismo, dice que lo que le gusta a ella es lo siguiente, es que presentar las estadísticas, porque muchas veces tenemos el síndrome de que no, a mi hijo no. Ese es el síndrome que hay ahorita. Mis hijos no van a pasar por esto porque nos tapamos los ojos y no queremos ver que puede que nos pase. Ese, ese síndrome está pasando mucho. Entonces, ella da las estadísticas para que ustedes puedan entender qué es lo que está pasando alrededor de nosotros, cómo podemos prevenirnos. Lo primero que ella hace es que ella le da a usted este, la herramienta que es una de las más grandes que es comunicarse con eh, un tipo de tecnología el, de tecnología y bajarlo a su sistema que se llama BART, B-A-R-K, Technology. El, el, eh, usted puede ponerse en el, en el sitio www.bark.us. Automáticamente ahí usted puede conseguir la información, bajarla a la tecnología suya, a sus computadoras, a la computadora o al celular de sus hijos para poder comenzar a a de, de, de detectar los mensajes que están recibiendo sus hijos que no son apropiados o las cosas que se les está presentando a sus hijos que usted cree que no le están recibiendo. Eh, dice que en el año 20, 2022 
ellos analizaron alrededor de 4.5 billones de mensajes. Si bien esta compañía está bien está, trabaja tecnológicamente para detectar cosas que pueden hacerle daño a nosotros, a nuestros hijos. Go ahead. Um, so, suicide is the second leading cause of death for ages 10 through 14. And I'll tell you too, in Montgomery County, it's very high. We are higher than the national statistics. So, it is a big problem here. It's that, that's, I went yesterday and believe me, it, I, I almost cry the yes. whole day. Eh, ella está hablando que, vamos a comenzar con algo básico. La tasa de suicidios en los Estados Unidos. La mayoría de esos muchachos son de las edades de 10 años a los 14. Quiero que sepa que si usted tiene un hijo entre los 10 años y los 14, póngale el ojo en Cristo, como se dice. Pero solo sentido de que esos niños se pueden quitar la vida. Y aquí en el área de Montgomery County, es la tasa más alta que hay en todos los Estados Unidos. De suicidio, se están matando. ¿Por qué? Vamos a ver por qué. Hay diferentes modos. Um, I'm letting them know that in Montgomery County is the highest ones, mm -hmm. and I gave them that. If there's any keys, like, is that because of, of drugs or because of domestic violence? Have you gotten anything? In, they, did they give you that information or no? Um, I don't feel comfortable um, saying it because I'm not in that area. So I, I think there's a lot of contributing factors. Exactly. I, I think there's a lot more people that are better qualified than me. <laughs> well, yesterday I was uh, in the Montgomery County safety session the whole day. Mm -hmm. And yes, uh, the highest one is drugs. And uh, the, the, uh, the fentanyl mm -hmm. that is crossing the border is affecting Montgomery County more than anything. Yes. Um, eh, ella dice que ella no se siente confortable dar las estadísticas y decirlo claramente porque quizás no es experta en eso. Yo le pregunté que específicamente en qué lugares se podría ver y ella me dice que realmente no lo puede decir porque no sabe cómo, cómo, cómo dividirlo, pero dice que es una mezcla de todo. Ahora yo les puedo decir, yo personalmente ayer estuve en la sesión de eh, seguridad del condado de Montgomery County todo el día desde las 7 de la mañana hasta las 6 de la tarde y nuestra, nuestra administración, tanto el sheriff de Montgomery County como el chief department, eh, sheriff del área de, de, de fuegos, de bomberos, como los paramédicos, están diciendo que el peor, el peor, la peor tasa de, de suicidios o de muertos vienen por el fentanyl que está cruzándose en la frontera de los Estados Unidos a nosotros. ¿Cómo viene? Mediante pastillas, van a la escuela, lo ponen en los Skittles, lo ponen en los Sweethearts, lo ponen en todas las candies y se lo dan a los niños, los niños los comen y se mueren. El fentanil es la droga más letal que hay. Se utiliza solamente, los científicos lo utilizan para ciertas operaciones y para ciertos casos. Y cuando usted toca el fentinol, usted se le, duele, se le duerme la mano. Eso es hasta la gravedad del fentinol, ¿ok? Y expectativas, la partícula más pequeña, una partícula quizás de la mitad de mi uña, puede matar a un caballo. Imagínese un ser humano. And I'm just giving this information that was given to us yesterday. Basically, I went to the safety at Montgomery County mm -hmm. training. And yes, fentanyl, 
as, as little as this, half of my nail, will kill a horse. Can you imagine a human being giving it up? And the cartels are giving it to orchids through candies, mm -hmm. like Skittles, shooters, and they mix it. Or yes. they, they, you know, kids that are very older, than 14 or 15, are buying it at bars, thinking they're buying like any other drug, and they tell them, yeah, that's a drug, and they're giving them fentanyl, and they're mm -hmm. killing them, mm -hmm. okay? And right. that's really that's bad. That's why the world is so, part of the reason the world is so scary is when we grew up, if you smoked weed or did some kind of drug, at least you knew you were choosing that. that now you don't know no, what, what you're, you're getting. getting. Exactly. You don't even mm -hmm. know. And the worst thing is they're going to elementaries. They're going to elementaries. They're not even stopping in junior high anymore. They're going to elementaries and getting them to babies. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I know because it was a baby that got killed probably about six or seven months, and they they said the parents said it was only one pill, and that killed the baby. The baby oh. thought it was it, he thought it was candy, and he consumed it and he died. Okay, so we have yeah. to open our eyes. We have to just take that sense that that what you said about it's not my child or my child is not going to happen to it. Yes. Mentira, lie. It may happen to your child. Mm -hmm. How to be preventive. Right. I, I encourage what if thinking. Be prepared. Educate ourselves. Like, like you were saying earlier, read and um, and just be prepared to have these conversations to empower our kids. Okay. La otra cosa que dice que ella le pide a ustedes a la comunidad completamente es que agarren directamente y vayan, se sienten con sus hijos y dialoguen con sus hijos. Porque hay una pregunta que es, ¿qué pasaría si? What if? ¿Qué pasaría si? Es la traducción directa de ella. Que si, nos, si de casualidad yo me tapo los ojos y veo y de repente le pasó a mi hijo, sin pensar que pasó con mi hijo. What other statistics are we coming up with besides suicide? Um, so sexual content, okay. 62.4% of tweens, that's age 9 through 12. And we're talking about tweens. Tweens, so 64%, or six, sorry, 62.4%. And 82.2% of teens have encountered nudity or content of a sexual nature. So that's including the babies that are twins. We're mm -hmm. not even talking regular kids. Right. Okay. Oh, my God. Dice que eh, hay una estadística muy, muy curiosa. Los gemelos. Gemelos o mellizos o cuates. No sé cómo ustedes le llaman. Eh, eh, y quiero que lo apliquen. 64% de ellos han estado expuestos a eh, algún tipo de verbalización o de eh, eh, exposición sexual inapropiada a, en, en, en tempranas edades. And the ages are 10 to 14, the same amount of time. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Edades <laughs> tempranas, de 10 a 14 años o adelante. Y estamos hablando de gemelos. Y no estamos hablando de los niños normales. Recuerden que los gemelos nacen de vez en cuando. Y estamos hablando de un 8. Y un 8.2% de ellos ya han encontrado los websites de, de pornografía y de sexual y, y se han metido y han estado trabajando con eso. Quiero que lo sepan. Gemelos. Los himaguas, los gemelos, los... los because the word, the word twins in Spanish, has, according to where you were born, is different. Yes. For example, you know. And that's why I say age 9 to 12. So uh -huh. Las edades de 9 a 12 y que sean gemelos. Estamos hablando de para los cubanos, este, mellizos para la mayoría de Latinoamérica, eh, eh, ¿cómo se llama? Cuates en México, o como los quieran llamar ustedes. Pongan atención. Esto es grave. No todas las madres paren niños dobles. 
No todas las madres lo pagan. Es de vez en cuando que nacen gemelos. Imagínense ustedes, si eso es una tarifa alta, una, una estrategia alta de atacar a ese grupo, ustedes tienen que ver los niños regulares. Now, you're talking about twins. What about regular kids? Um, That's scary. Yeah, 82% of, of teens. La mayoría de los jóvenes, 82%, jóvenes regulares, niños de la edad de 9 a 17, están siendo puestos a sexual. Websites sexuales, pornografías sexuales, mensajes sexuales. Ya, punto. No hay que... Estamos hablando de un 82%. Pongan atención lo que es un 82% de 100. Si no saben de matemática, agarren 82% de 100. ¿Cuánto le queda? ¿Y usted cree que sus hijos no están expuestos a eso? Sí están expuestos. What other rate? Well, just to stay on that topic for a minute, it is becoming normal as part of a relationship for these teens to send nude pictures to each other. It's, um, so that's it's illegal. a part of According dating, and it is illegal. illegal. Right? It is child pornography. child pornography. Depending on the state that you're in, the laws oh, are different. <laughs> okay, la otra cosa. La mayoría de estos muchachos ya están mandándose lo que le llaman fotos sexuales, se toman fotos desnudos y las mandan a las redes. Están trabajando con gente que les dice, ay, yo quiero verte que estás tan bonita, mándame una foto y se toman fotos sin ropa. Y eso está, está penalizado federalmente en los Estados Unidos y cada estado adopta sus reyes individuales sobre lo que se llama child pornography o pornografía de niños. Cuando tú eres, tienes la edad de 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, hasta los 21, tú eres no eres una adulta. Y si tú tomas fotos, y te, si me estás escuchando y las pones en las redes sociales, fotos desnudas, puedes, si eres mayor de 18, tú puedes caer presa y te ponen una, 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 una penalidad. Y los padres de familia son penalizados también. Eso pasa en el estado de Texas. Quiero que sepan que son leyes muy estrictas. Y los, los predators, que son los que les gustan violar niños y tocar niños y todos esos enfermos sexuales, se van a esas fotos, cogen esas fotos, porque lo que usted pone en línea se queda, no se puede borrar. O sea, eso lo, lo utilizan y hacen daño a la persona. I'm telling them, basically, the predators are in the eye of looking for those pictures. Whenever you put something in the net, yes. it stays on the net. Yes. And basically, mm -hmm. if you are over 18 and you take pictures and you send them in the net, federally, they can come and put you into jail because you, you're putting pornography. Yes. Thanks. And, and you talk about predators, and that's another statistic, is that 14% uh, of teens encounter predatory behavior from someone online. It only takes eight minutes for a predator to form a bond with your child. And, you said um, eight minutes? Eight oh minutes. Oh, my God. I was thinking months. It's eight I was minutes. thinking two weeks at least. <laughs> and um, according to research, four and five minors interact with people they don't know, with adults they don't know online. And as you know, Montgomery County has a really bad problem with human trafficking. Exactly. And this is one of the ways that they get our, our kids. Okay. In Montgomery County, in the area of Texas, the north, we have now the second cause most grande, which is traffic human. The traffic human is at the hour of the day. Señores, agarren a sus hijos y cuídenlos porque se los roban, están traficando niños. Y los predators, que son los, los pedófilos, los, los que roban niños, los que hacen daño para hacer eso, ellos están mirándolos. Toma ocho segundos, ocho minutos 
para que su niño de 10 años se comunique con una persona, con un predator, y que él se influencie y hagan una conexión. Ocho minutos, no dos días, tres meses, cuatro semanas, no, ocho minutos. Por eso hice este show, para que ustedes abran los ojos. Están robándonos nuestros hijos, los están violando, los están vendiendo como sex slaves, les están haciendo toda clase de porquerías porque nosotros permitimos que a la edad de 8 años, 9, 10, 11 y 12 tengan celular y no los revisamos. Por favor, pónganle atención a sus hijos. Ese que es una de las cosas más horribles, el ver la comunicación de un predator o de un pedófilo, que es la palabra correcta, con un niño menor. Y que muchos de esos niños, 14.4%, perdón, tienen una relación con una persona adulta que no conocen. Ellos están hablando con personas adultas en línea que no conocen. Ok, go ahead. Um, 95, well, 5 million people um, in the year, uh, in the U.S. have eating disorders and 95% of those are between age 12 and 25. 12 and 25, that means we're talking about bulimia and we're talking about... Uh, anorexia. Anorexia. Mm -hmm. um, Over-exercising. Um, and, and it's all perpetuated by these online images of photoshopped skinny girls and the social media will feed them a loop of unhealthy pictures yeah you're and, fat and, and how you're unhealthy. To, and how to lose weight exactly and, mm -hmm. and they get mentally absorbed thinking because they're millennials I'm not normal millennials generation c and now coming the generation t the last three generations are the ones that are affected the most mm -hmm. okay uh generation x which are not you know i don't know about your age but i'm generation x think i am <laughs> you're always you're probably at the end i'm 55 so i can say it aloud and i'm probably 55 i'm 43 okay so basically yes you're at the end of the the, the x generation i'm just gonna tell you we are able we're we're looking at our kids which are millennials yes giving birth to kids that are generation z and the generation c kids are not being watched correctly right and that's what's happening because the millennials are on the computer and they don't care the well they care they care but the lack of parenting <laughs> yeah the old way like parenting that they will let you go out and play in the mm -hmm. garden or play with your friends outside and washing you and taking care of you and you yes. don't need you cannot be in that technology because guess what we didn't have money for buying a cellular right. or we didn't have money to be watching tv all the time so we watched TV certain in some places they didn't even have TV. Right. Exactly. So guess what? We were all the time outside. Yes. Now we see the obesity and they're sitting down and they're mm -hmm. eating and they're texting because they're not going outside. Right. And then now they, when they show them, oh, you don't look good physically because yes. you're not physically fitted, automatically you look ugly. Mm -hmm. So they have this low self-esteem imposing to them and they start doing all this bulimic and you know uh, all these uh, type of anorexic yes. type of diseases that are addictions that are really bad to take care of. When we grew up in the time where you know that white van might kidnap you or say no to drugs or all these things that are dangerous outside um, but we didn't grow up with the cell phones and the internet and so it's it's not normal for even us though parents we, to think even we think though, it's safer exactly. even though we created those things we yes. never had access to it you know what i mean it had to be rich people i remember the first cellular i saw it was like <laughs> a big thing like this 
And you know, talking in the car, so a gentleman yeah. with it. I'm like, oh my god, that's cool, you know. <laughs> I, I I had my first cellular when I was 20, 23. I was 19. Okay, and it was a flip flop, <laughs> yes. the little ones, and I was paying for it, and it was cool for me. Okay, mm -hmm. guess what? Right now I have an iPhone 14, 13. I'm sorry, and I'm like, whoa, you know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm luxury, and I don't even use it, but I have to use it because of work. But you know, not I hate it. People are used to texting. I hate mm -hmm. texting. I love conversation that's why i'm here yes communicators are the ones that i need to teach back to the old way of communicating and yes. talking estamos hablando directamente de la otra que lo que está pasando en el mundo alrededor de lo que pasa en el mundo cinco millones de habitantes de este mundo tienen problemas de, com de, de, de comer correctamente una encima de eso de la edad de 12 a 25 años hay adictos en bulimia y en anorexia por favor, busquen las palabras bulimia y anorexia. Son palabras fuertes, son enfermedades mentales que se han creado y que se, que se, se ven como eh, psicológicas, donde la niña o el niño come, 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 come y va al baño y se mete la mano en la boca y comienza a vomitar. Eso allí puede causarle la vida. Hay personas famosas como la señora Carpenter, que es una de las cantantes más bonitas y más lindas. Ella tenía anorexia y ella se mató. Se mató por tanto bajar de peso, ¿por qué? Porque las redes sociales le decían que tenía que estar hermosa, porque el marido le dijo que tenía que estar hermosa. Es, han pasado muchas personas por eso y muchas personas han muerto por ese tipo de accidentes. Se, estamos viendo que jóvenes de los 12 a los 25 están constantemente siendo atacados en las redes sociales por lo que realmente es la figura. Y también se ve el exceso de esos jóvenes que están constantemente, tengo que ir al gimnasio, tengo que ir al gimnasio, tengo que ir a hacer ejercicio, tengo no sé cuánto. ¿Y saben por qué? Porque mentalmente piensan que están gordos, que están feos. Perdónenme, yo estoy gorda y a mí no me importa. El que quiere saber de mí, que vea. Porque yo estoy gorda y estoy feliz con lo que yo soy. Cuando tú te quieres tú mismo, claro que eh, lo que se llamaría healthy quizás, tengo que bajar de peso, tengo que cuidarme y mantenerme, pero eso no me define. A mí no me define mi cuerpo, a mí me define lo que yo soy como persona. Eso es lo que quiero que aprendan todos ustedes. Uno no le define su cuerpo, uno le define lo que uno tiene intelectualmente y lo que uno tiene adentro de su alma. I'm telling them basically that I am so happy. I'm fat and I'm happy. I'm basically, why? Because I believe that your physical doesn't define you. It's what you have in your heart and what you have in your soul and mm -hmm. your mind. That's what is defining just a human being. Yes. And we have lost that track. Yes. Completely. So basically, mm -hmm. that's why our kids are on that risk and they're like, oh, I need to go to the gym. I need to go to the gym, mom. Mm -hmm. I'm going to the gym. I need to go. There was no gyms before. Mm -hmm. We had to go to play basketball <laughs> or volleyball, you know. So And we came back after an hour. We did our homeworks. We just we had a rich schedule. Yeah. I had to be by bed, at bed at 8.30 in the in at night time mm -hmm. every night. And a lot more responsibility, which builds resilience and confidence. Exactly. Uh, now parents are doing more for their kids. Exactly. Uh, so they're, they're not getting that opportunity. the jobs of the kids learning. Yes, yes. Okay? Even crawling ages, if the baby crawls, Here's the cellular. <laughs> yes. The baby gets the cellular and it's quiet. Putting on, uh, what's the name of that little, uh, my grandson watches um, uh, the little music thing that they sing. But One of the Coco Melon. Coco Melon. <laughs> Coco Melon. Thank you. You're more familiar than I am because my daughter-in-law and my son, they live an hour away from here. But basically, they're Coco Melon. Mm -hmm. Coco Melon. And you see the baby that is only six months 
watching Coco Melon and his clue, and yes. the baby knows how to swipe the phone already. Yes. Hello, the baby is just born. Mm-hmm. We, it's embarrassing all the things that are happening in this world, and people are just disconnecting themselves mm-hmm. and letting it happen. Mm-hmm. Taking the easy way what out. Why else do we want us to just go ahead and talk to them and let them know? And after, you know, I want... By closing the show, I want you to give us an advice to the Hispanic yes. community. Yeah, so I, there's um, more statistics to, just depending on our time because what I, what I really avoid doing is throwing out all these scary things and then not offering hope and some solutions. Exactly, and that's what I'm going to mm-hmm. ask. If there's any possibility, I probably will talk so we can go ahead and do a big event mm-hmm. with you talking so we can translate this information to all the parents that are willing to come and sit down and listen to yes. what you are. Mm-hmm. Because basically at this point, it's easier to bring you in to the Hispanic community and sit you down so you can talk to me and we can mm-hmm. answer questions. We can talk to them. We can get involved with the community community, and they will be more active in regards to getting to know your work and right. at the same time getting to know what we can do as a community to slow down the dead toll. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. So let us know. I'm going to go. Le estoy hablando a ella que quiero hacer. Tomo en la, la palabra para poder, a ver si podemos hacer un, un programa grande donde podemos traerla a ella a un evento y traer traerlos a ustedes. Donde ustedes se puedan sentar, sea en un gimnasio o en algún lugar, aquí en el área de Conroe. Y voy a hablar con la administración para ver si me permiten hacerlo. Donde puedo traer a, a Gail y Gail de estadísticas mucho más severas y al mismo tiempo te, podamos tener lo que se llama una, una sesión de mental health o eh, limpieza de, de información de, 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 de problemas mentales en el área de Montgomery y que todos los hispanos que me están escuchando, todo el mundo que habla español y eh, que no entiende lo que está pasando, venga, se siente, conozca a la señora Gale, conozca a los administradores y vean donde hay recursos por si tienen problemas en casa con sus hijos. Eso es lo que voy a hacer. Más adelante va a haber un show de esos. Si lo voy a hacer en vivo, lo más seguro, para poder asegurarme de que todos tengamos la manera de cómo comunicarnos y también, como dice Gail, tener esperanza, hope, tener esperanza sobre que esto puede corregirse. Esto se puede tomar a tiempo para prevenir que nuestros hijos estén en problemas. I'm letting them know we're trying mm-hmm. to do that. I'm going to go ahead and see if we can go ahead and talk to the city of Congress. They can sponsor it. Probably uh, our administration, administration, if I talk to Judge Kehoe and, and, and Judge Mack, they will be willing to do this with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, not only you, but um, 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 Moisex of Mercy, they work yes. with the teens. Mm-hmm. And they, they with They're the amazing. They, oh, she's amazing. Um, connecting her, connecting with, uh, working with Hope getting you guys coming, sit on a panel and talking about this. Mm-hmm. Believe me, translating, I don't mind. I'll translate the whole line and I will bring somebody else to, to help me do the interpretation. Well, but- and on a- um, April 3rd, the Montgomery County um, Hispanic Chamber and in, in, um, Lone Star College are hosting an event sponsored by Campbell and Con- uh, Coaching. And we're bringing in Titania Jordan from Bark Technologies. Uh-huh. She'll come in and she's going to speak to us as well as a community. And it's open to the public. It's free. And I'm hoping we can live stream it and then maybe you could translate it or we could work something out like that. What's it, what day is it? April 3rd at Lone Star College. I probably can go personally in, and I can invite the Hispanic community. They can come 
in and they can sit down and listen to this thing live and I'll be able to understand. The, the people that are able to understand, mm -hmm. in you know, I, I can bring somebody else. I have a doctor, as a friend of mine. She will help us translate and make sure that everything that you guys are saying is awareness for the Hispanic community in Conroe. Yes. So, yes, I will talk to Miguel, Miguel uh, Lopez in regards to that too, yes, as well. She, she's amazing. She's coming down um, from Atlanta to talk to our community. We're doing several events. We're setting up some showings of the Childhood 2.0 documentary, which I encourage people to watch. I'm not sure if it's translated into Spanish. But, uh, but the parents, the parents, they probably, some of the parents that were, were listening to me by now, some of them, they speak English because they're forced to learn English due to right. the kids. Some of them, they don't. But mm -hmm. there's always somebody that will say, you know something, I can sit down and explain you what's going on on their SAP and the television that you're able to translate it into yeah. languages. There's so many ways of doing it. So what's the name of the program? The child? Childhood 2.0. Okay. And we'll have several. It's free on YouTube. Um, but we'll have several community events. And I like to do the community events because, like I mentioned a minute ago, that uh, we get to do a Q&A session afterwards. That's what I want. Yes. That's what I want. The Q&As are mm. needing to be done. And that's mm -hmm. what I want. And I'm going to talk to, Josh Kehoe talked to me, and he's willing to update us in the administration and everything that's going on in Conroe. Mm -hmm. Guess what? At this point, Montgomery needs to know about this. And everything, every, we can pass the flyers, every single ISD. I know the super superintendents, that, especially Conroe ISD, yes. they're needing this right away. So thank you so much. What else? Let me let me just go ahead and try to tell them back what's going on. I just, uh, I miss, miss, um, miss, um, uh, um, I, your name, Miss Gail. Gail. <laughs> I'm sorry. Miss Gail is talking to me about, está hablando conmigo, Gail, referente a las cosas que están pasando en la comunidad y que se van a hacer. Ella va a darnos un consejo en unos minutos. Pero el día 3 de abril, en el Lone Star eh, Community College, the one in Woodlands or the one in Montgomery? In the Woodlands. Okay, in the Lone Star Community College on the Woodlands. But also Montgomery High School is y doing la, something. La escuela de Montgomery también tienen una actividad donde ella, junto con la, la directora de la asociación BART, Technologies, va a venir desde Atlanta a hablar sobre todo lo que está pasando y lo que nos está afectando. Si usted está interesado, comuníquese conmigo al 832-732-4744. Repito, 832-732-4744. Ellos tienen ese evento, va a ser gratis para la comunidad entera. Van a haber es, eh, diferentes pláticas, van a haber presentadores. Voy a tratar de ver si yo puedo ir y infiltrarme para poder hacer traducciones simultáneas y ayudar a que los que estén presentes, que no entienden el inglés, puedan ayudarse y entender lo que está pasando. Por favor, repito, comuníquense con Lone Star Community Radio, conmigo al 832-732-4744 para cualquier pregunta. La señora eh, eh, Gail quiere asegurarse de que toda la comunidad esté despierta en lo que está pasando. And uh, the last thing, um, if you're, um, if you're, in YouTube, si usted está en YouTube, go into that, that movie by the name of Childhood 2.0. Puede poner una película que se llama Niñez 2.1 o sería Childhood 2.0, perdón, 2.0. Esa película es para abrirle los ojos. Si usted no entiende el inglés, 
pídale que se la traduzcan porque hay en las diferentes plataformas, hay cómo traducir, hay poner abajo un zap para que usted pueda entender en español lo que está pasando. Esa película está abriendo los ojos al mundo. Por favor, véala y asegúrese de que usted pueda entender para que usted pueda protegerse cada día más y proteger a los suyos. ¿Qué I know the time is so short and I hate to stay three hours. I wish to stay three hours with you, but I can. But I would like to know what else would you like us to, the main things that you want us to tell the Hispanic community. So the Hispanic community will be aware mm -hmm. that there's hope, like mm -hmm. you said. Yes. There's hope and there's this is able to be controlled. Yeah. So one of the big things that I was thinking about as you and I were um, talking about how much we value communication and this time together we're looking at each other's eyes we're seeing each other's um so, gestures everything. gestures um the body language and it's true connection when you see another human and it's really difficult to bully someone or say mean things when you're looking at them in the eyes and all of those things are not happening when we connect on social media and on text messages and, and anything through devices. So that's that's a big part of helping our kids and even our adult relationships is to bring it back to in person to connect with other human beings. <coughs> Sorry. Um, and then when it comes to our kids, delay, delay, delay. Don't just hand them a phone. Um, a lot of parents feel like it, it's safer, that they're able to know where their child is, get in touch with them, but the trade-off and what you're handing them with everything that's out on the internet and the addictive nature of all of the stuff on the phone, is it really worth it to uh, really calm our own anxiety? A lot of times we as parents, we need to look at ourselves and do some, um, some soul searching before we hand over that, that phone to our kids. Ella le quiere dar la recomendación a las familias hispanas en lo siguiente. Básicamente, la comunicación. En el break que tuvimos, ella y yo nos dimos cuenta de lo grande que es comunicarse personalmente con una persona. O sea, sentarse y hablar. Dejar el teléfono a un lado, dejar la comunicación a un lado. Solamente mirar el gesto de esa persona, conversar con esa persona, reírte, identificarte con esa persona. Eso se necesita nuevamente. Quitar todos los métodos de comunicaciones afuera y apagarlos y tener comunicación nuclear en nuestras familias. Eso significa cuando su hijo o su hija lleguen de la escuela, quítales el teléfono, póngalas a un lado, que no estén con teléfonos, que vean televisión, sí, si quieren salir a jugar, pueden salir a jugar, pero no quítenles el teléfono, quítenles la comunicación y comience a hablar con ellos. Sea padre, interésese en el trabajo de sus hijos de la escuela, pregúnteles, hágales preguntas, ¿cómo te fue en la escuela? ¿Qué hiciste? ¿Qué tareas tienes? ¿Ah? ¿Qué te pasó hoy? ¿Qué no te gustó? ¿A quién ayudaste hoy día? Todos tenemos que ayudarnos mutuamente, como siempre he dicho. Esto es una cadena de ayuda y asistencia a todos. La otra cosa que dice Gail es lo siguiente. Ustedes tienen que entender que a un niño no se le puede dar un teléfono o una tablet si ese niño no tiene desarrollado su sistema motor, su sistema de control, su sistema como niño. Si no sabe identificarse, si no sabe llamarse, si no puede hablar, el celular no lo va a ayudar. Quítenle las tablets, no les entreguen los celulares a los niños menores de 5. 
Los niños no tienen que ver celulares, los bebés. Y los más de cinco, pónganles la televisión, enséñenlos a ver televisión, enséñenlos a ir afuera a jugar al parque, ayúdenlos a crecer normalmente. La influencia tecnológica los puede matar. Eso se los digo sinceramente porque lo he visto. Niños de 3, 4 años llorando y el papá corre y le da el celular para que el niño vea el, tele, el televisor. Por el amor de Dios, estamos haciendo a nuestros hijos adictos a la tecnología sin haberse creado mentalmente. Eso daña el sistema motor, motor del niño, eso daña el sistema de la mente del niño. Y hay doctores que lo han dicho. El niño tiene que comenzar a adaptarse a su ritmo normal. Un niño después de los 10, 12, 13, 14 años puede tener un celular restringido con la ayuda suya. Antes de eso, no le dé un celular o un teléfono a un bebé. No lo haga. Se está haciendo daño a usted y le está haciendo daño a su hijo. Nos despedimos nuevamente. Gracias por estar con nosotros. Gail, thank you so much for being with us. Can I say one more thing? Ella quiere decir una cosita más. <laughs> I have to say for those that have already given their child a phone, not to beat themselves up, we are all truly doing the best that we can, and it's never too late to have these conversations. And to take the phone away from them. To have that balance, to have dinner without a phone, to not allow phones in bedrooms. And that's what I told you, you know, they're, yes. text, they're in the room, that's what I tell you, they're in the room, mom, can you get me this? And they're, I'm in the kitchen, yes. I'm like, what the hell? heck is this? Can you just leave the phone and go and get it? My you son know? knows if he asks me something over text, the answer is always no. Exactly. <laughs> if we're in the same house. Exactly. Dice que los que les han dado, dice que quiere decir algo porque dice que los que les han dado celulares a sus hijos ya y tan chiquitos, hagan restricciones. Quítenle los celulares, pónganlos a un lado. Ya se los dieron, no se los pueden quitar del todo, pero pueden poner restricciones en lo que van a hacer. Si usted está en la cocina, cocinando, y su hijo le textea algo, Usted no mire el texto o conteste no. Para que el chiquillo salga del cuarto y lo busque usted. ¿Ok? O dígales o prohíbales usar el, te el texto o el celular en la casa. El celular cuando llega a la casa que viene de la escuela, me lo entregas, lo vamos a guardar y se va a apagar. Tú no necesitas celular cuando estás en la casa porque estás bajo mi cuidado. Cuando comenzamos a hacer esas cosas, automáticamente ayudamos al joven a crecer mentalmente. Muchos de ustedes, como se lo dije los otros días, no saben lo que es una enciclopedia, no saben lo que es un diccionario. Enséñenle a sus hijos lo que es una enciclopedia y lo que es un diccionario. And I have to say this in English because I laughed the other day. I said it. A majority of us don't know what is an encyclopedia, Britannic encyclopedias, or a dictionary. In our times, yes. whenever, I, mom, what is this word? Go to the encyclopedia. Go to the dictionary. Guess mm -hmm. what? That's researching without the internet. Yes. And people don't even know about those things. <laughs> and those are tools that are so needed this time. Yes. Because we lost track of those. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Gail, for Thank you for having it. me. It's a pleasure for having. Thank you for all of you listening to my show. I'll be back soon in the next um, Monday with the next guest and with the next work for you guys. Estaré pronto nuevamente con ustedes. Gracias por estar con nosotros. Sintonicen, no siempre estén al pendiente. Y fue un placer estar en Voces en Acción y traer la verdad en acción. It's a pleasure to bring Voices in Action and having the truth in action every day. Thank you. Bye bye. Hey, this is Jenny from Voces en Acción. We're going to talk about one of our sponsors, First Financial Bank. 
Are you ready to make your dreams come true in home ownership? The new affordable mortgage program at First Financial Bank can be a great option for you and your family. We're here to help you. Call 936-439-1800. Again, 936-439-1800 and discover how can we assist you. The American dream is at your reach at First Financial Bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Hola, les habla Jenny de Voces en Acción y hoy vamos a hablar sobre uno de nuestros patrocinadores, First Financial Bank. ¿Listo para hacer realidad su sueño de comprar su propio hogar? El nuevo programa hipotecario de vivienda accesible de First Financial Bank puede ser una opción excelente para usted y su familia. Están a sus órdenes llamando al 936-439-1800. Nuevamente, el número es 936-439-1800 y descubra ¿Cómo le pueden asistir? El sueño americano está a su alcance en First Financial Bank. Prestamista de vivienda equitativa, miembro FIDC. Esto fue Voces en Acción, el programa comunitario que informa a nuestra comunidad latina. Voces en Acción, la verdad en acción. Voices in Action, the truth in action. Hasta nuestra próxima edición.